For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Episode 68 of Below the Belt, the morning after the night before. Morning, gents. I'm joined by Flav and Alex from Bristol. Have some fucking energy about you. Jesus. I just, I, I said your name just there with gusto. Said my oh. name first. Yeah, I will. You're yeah. the A side. You can talk about this, um, Al. You've been like whinging an eel when in hospital for the last <laughs> two two weeks. What was that, Lee? Pretending so, you've got tonsillitis. So I can't do it. That's why I can't host. Well, it was. Right? Me and Alex met up and I punched him in the throat. And yeah. uh, and he said, like, please don't tell anyone. And I was like, all right, we'll just be to pretend you got <laughs> tonsillitis then. And I was like, all right, fine, I won't tell anyone either. But Yeah, that's how you get it. tonsillitis. Direct, direct contact to the throat. That's how you get it. <laughs> 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 either that or sucking cock. Yeah, exactly. You've now told the dozens of people that are listening to this, you're fucking out of order, Flav. What? <laughs> he can he can punch anything in the throat. He 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 barely has a throat himself. Anyway, mate, how, about? how good was the boxing? Uh, all right, all right. go on now. You go. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, he's completely. My heart said that he was going to do that last night, but my head was like, "Yeah, there's no chance." Um, I thought the whole, you know, he talked a lot about coming forward, knocking him out in the second round, blah blah blah, but. but he he did everything that he said he was going to do, mm-hmm. to almost to the almost to the letter. Uh, and there was a worry about the about the extra weight. Everyone bitching and moaning that he wouldn't take his top off like a like a load of fannies. But he, um, <laughs> but the extra weight helped. He was forty pounds heavier than him on the night. And I think if that body shot tells you anything, tells you that that the game plan was perfect. I think that, definitely the, the the thing about the weight, right, is that when you there is such a massive differential between the first and the second. Obviously, in this instance, it was completely tactical, and they were completely right to do it, and it was it was a brilliant game plan. You just kind of jarred so so often from seeing fighters fuck the weight up, or or um, you know just just not come in right, hadn't trained or hadn't been able to train, and that was my fear because I really really wanted Tyson Fury to win because. I love boxing, and if anyone who loves boxing would have wanted Tyson Fury to win that fight, right? I just didn't want him to fuck it up. I, I didn't want another super fight to be fucked up by weight issues or not training, and obviously he'd just been scarred by that disgrace to boxing, Andy Ruiz. And um, you know that's that's where it was. I was concerned that that, that we didn't that we hadn't seen his body. I was concerned about that stuff because I just <laughs> I just thought he I thought he'd fucked it somehow. Uh, but it was it was so good it was it was best do you know what actually it was so good that it made me 
rethink everything I thought I knew about Deontay Wilder. It was like a complete and utter domination. But and then and then I was thinking about the Ortiz fight, and I was thinking, well, he was getting dominated by Ortiz as well, and then he just landed landed that fight. So it's it, it, it literally. I know it's it's hard to talk to talk about Wilder and say he's. It's unfair to say he's just the right hand, but against against a really elite opposition, that is all he is. I'm not sure that is unfair because what what struck me last night was the corners, um, and he was getting no help at all. I think I think his corner believed that he's just the right hand, right? And there was no, there was very little help from the corner. The the the, man, the the management of his ear and the and the busted nose and the lips were was almost non-existent last night. Uh, Lennox Lewis said it halfway through and was just like, "Why are they not dealing with this with this stuff?" Mm. Um, I think sometimes I think I think their corner just believe that he's he's just the right hand and it doesn't really matter what they do and what he does. It's just a question of whether he can land it or not. Um, and I don't, and I don't think that helped at all. Um, but it was yeah, you're right. I mean, he was just it was wonderful. It, it was wonderful to watch. It was edge of the seat stuff. It's arguably he has probably achieved. He's gone to Germany. He's gone to LA, where we all know he won, and he's gone to to Vegas and won. He's argued, you know, only the second ever person to be Ring Magazine champion twice. He might be the. He might have just achieved the most any British boxer has achieved in terms of where he's come from and where he's at now. Well, and two, two, two massive results in his career now, like gigantic results mm-hmm. uh, in, in Vlad and um, and, and Wilder, and, and even well, he, he, free, I mean, really, yeah. I mean, getting up, you know, and what he did is getting off, off the floor. You know, all right, I know that that the record will show a draw, but I mean, it just, I mean, it's mental, you know. And it's just you look back at to the point of where he was, you know, twenty, uh, the weight that he was at, and. You know, cow. I mean, I, I think it might have been cow. I might be wrong. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was cow that plastered was. all over every social media and every pod that we ever did that <laughs> Fury won't fight again. Correct me if I'm wrong, cow. No, it was but, me. Uh, it was me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at that it time, was, it, yeah. he was so far from the ring; it was unreal back then. And that's that. I know the story's been told that so many times, but he was. He it didn't seem like he was ever coming back, and it and it was such a shame because he was such a good boxer. Uh, and now we're here. Yeah, what did you think, cow? retired twice didn't he so that's why i fought why i fought and uh and even in the lead up to this he was talking about retirement again um i think for me in terms of the performance it's it's what we've all known tyson fury can do so you look at the the vladimir klitschko fight he boxed in a really sensible kind of way and just dominated the 11 year champion uh you've seen him he knocked out tom schwartz in two rounds and all of that so you know there's a spike to him this was kind of like Everything you know he has the potential to do, and he put it together for the first time. Um, a lot, you know, the talk about Wilder's only right hand, I- I'm a little bit cautious about saying that because then Tyson Fury's just beat a guy with only a right hand. So I don't want to kind of degrade Tyson Fury's achievement here. Um, I actually got some really interesting ITK this morning that um, from Fury, someone in Fury's camp that it was a f- he had an awful camp. He had a really, really bad camp, and that's why his weight was the way it was. I think with his weight, he's gonna go. He's gonna fluctuate in weight. I don't think it really matters uh, if he weighs, you know, two fifty or two forty or whatever. He's he's a the best heavyweight boxer by some distance, and it's just about mentally whether he can put it together on a night. 
And if he mentally with it, like he was last night, he had a game plan and he stuck to it. If he does that against Anthony Joshua or against anybody else in the world, he will smash them to bits because he's much bigger than them. He weighs more than them and he's a fucking better boxer than them. So he should be beating absolutely everybody in the world. And last night, he did exactly what he, his potential is that he can. Well, is that what do, you, what do you mean a bad camp? Is that all the information you had? Yeah, that's pretty much. That was the wording. Was like he had a really, really bad camp. Sparring didn't go well. Didn't do much road work. Like, uh, he was really worried about the cut, which is why he had two cut men. Like, there was those are the three things that that were mentioned. Didn't cut even look like he didn't have. A... It's, it's funny, really, because. Um... I mean, you hear different stuff. I, I, I've, I've listened to a couple of interviews this morning where they where they were saying that uh, people that knew were sparring. They said that the sparring was actually really good. The cut didn't reopen, but mm. there, there was a couple of, of just general illness type stuff that didn't seem to go away. And he just was kind of battling through that and had a little period where he where he had a not a tantrum, but like you know, I thought oh, this is ridiculous. I'm never going to be able to do this type of stuff. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, either way. It's, it's weird, really, because obviously we're talking... Obviously, now all the talk goes towards Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm I'm more convinced of ever than ever that he beats Joshua. And my main thing now... I mean, it's too stupid to look past that. But the, the main person then you would look and, and think, well, who could actually give Fury a fight at his type of level of technicality? And you think, Usyk. Mm, yeah, it's a good shout. It's a good shout. I, I think this Joshua 2.0 that we're seeing now, if, if he if he continues to box the way he did in the Joseph Parker fight and the way he did in the Andrew Ruiz fight, Andrew Ruiz was a fucking disgrace, but he's very sensible, behind the jab, almost Lennox Lewis-like, very very just, almost amateurish. If, if he does that against Fury, then it'll be interesting, but he's not technically as good as Fury, and Fury's six foot nine and will weigh more than him, so... I can't. There isn't a world where Anthony Joshua beats Fury. There, no. that, it just doesn't exist. There's no apart from making money. It's not, almost pointless. Yeah, it's just I mean, about undisputed title, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. He, Give it so him now. What he was doing. What he was doing to Wilder in terms of. I mean, he just threw him around, really. Yeah. Uh, and that is just so energy sapping. Um, and, and, and really, Wilder caught him with the right hand in the, in that second round. Um, might have even been a first. Actually. Was the first, but second uh, round. But yeah, it didn't, I mean, it didn't land perfectly flush. It was almost, it was, it was pretty much right at the extension. But, but I thought, oh, you know, maybe that's. I, I thought I wasn't expecting that quite so early. Maybe I'll wake him up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I agree with Flav. I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't see how even a prime Anthony Joshua on his game beats a prime Tyson Fury on his game. I don't, no. I don't see it. No, nor me. Um, there was there was a couple of things that I noticed. Well, one thing I noticed about Wilder before his his body shape was different to to what it was in previous fights. He put on weight and he looked thick. I don't know, like I don't know other way to describe it. Whereas before he was quite lean and it seemed that he could move around. He looked like he'd put on lots of muscle, mm. and I don't know why that why he would do that. Why he would change so drastically? Yeah, uh, and, and drastically. Well, I, well, I, I don't know. I, I, my, my thought before, and I think I spoke to you guys about it, was that he would, he would tire. He would, he would start to gas because he's taking, taking so much more muscle into the fight, and mm. his punch resistance wasn't there. He was hurt from that jab in the second round. He's something wasn't right with Wilder because that jab nearly floored him in itself. Mm. Um, well, he felt. He said. Um, he said afterwards about something about his leg. Uh, 
two things I noticed was, yeah, th- th- that extra bit of weight. I also noticed that his legs looked even, for, although he'd put more weight on up top, that there wasn't a huge amount of difference in his in his legs and his and his quads in particular. And the thing is, when you haven't got those extra those quad muscles, when you're asking someone, you, you can't you can't hold yourself low in terms yeah. of in terms of trying to de- to defend yourself and trying to uh, and trying to move out of those situations that he was in. You can't do it. It's too hard. Um, and also, there was talks about some of that he had something to do with a. Um, I think also it was like an ankle tumor. Yeah, I had um, yeah, yeah, mentioned that. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, but that's what it struck me the most. It looked like he put more weight on top up, up top, you know, to try and get it done early, perhaps I don't know. But his legs looked just as skinny, and and he couldn't. You saw him trying to move off those legs and trying to 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 be low and to to come in low, and he just couldn't do it after about two rounds. He was blowing, wasn't he? He was blowing after two rounds, and I, I think. He said, I think his words were, my leg was wrecked. So he's probably done no road work. He's probably not been able to do any sort of road work because of his leg. And I'm a little bit disappointed in him that he's decided to bring this up now. Well, you know, win a third fight and then bring it up. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's not done any road work and he's put on the weight. And he was blowing off the two rounds. And then that was it. Fury just fucking I mean, up. there's no, there's no, there's no, you can't get around the fact that, you know, Fury's hit him with that shot and, and then, He's burst his eardrum. There was blood trickling out of his ear, which is yeah. a burst of eardrum. So, and then obviously that completely affects any equilibrium. And, and that battle with equilibrium, I think I tweeted at the time, is is, is hard. I've done a burst an eardrum, and it is it's, it's impossible. I'm how I'm actually quite impressed that he lasted as long as he did, because he's a big, tall, gangly guy with not much lower body strength in terms of, like you said, being able to keep low just to try and give yourself some type of reference yeah. balance. Yeah. Uh, it is almost impossible. Like, um, I, I do give him some credit for lasting as long as he did, to be honest. But. Oh, fuck yeah. He showed so much bollocks, you know. And if he did burst his eardrum in the second round, to, and he took a hell of a shellacking after that, you know, he didn't really land anything. He kept going, kept going, and you saw his reaction when the towel came in. He was furious. It's the right yeah. decision, though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Should, oh, I, 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 was start, I was talking to the missus when we was watching it, and I, they... I was thinking that the... the, the, the um, the round before, I was thinking, yeah. right, this needs to start. Someone needs to sort this out. How did they communicate that towel? Because when they showed the replay, I was watching it on on American TV. And when they showed when they showed the replay, um, the trainers give him, um given the the guy the towel to the, the guy to towel the towel to throw in for him, and he drops it. And then the ref kind of looks over, and but there's no towel that actually comes in from what I could see. I, I didn't see one. So how did they communicate? There was a towel. You see the towel come in. It does come in. Something yeah. comes in. There is a tin shell or something. But so you see it come in because Kenny Bayliss catches it in his in his peripheral vision, and he's like, "Oh, All right. and he jumps in." Now something definitely did come. In. Yeah, because the bit that they showed, they hand it to this guy, who starts running up the steps, and the twat drops it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they must have got it back to him. They must have got it back. Do to you him know, somehow. I I, I, st- I did the most stupid thing. Right. right. I started scoring the fight. <laughs> I did as well. Like, I just do. I was, yeah, I know, but I was. I started scoring it after Fury had knocked Wilder down. And, oh, right. And I was just like, "What the <laughs> fuck am I doing? Why am I scoring this? There is no, there's no chance." Um, the I, I don't thought Kenny Bayless was great, by the way. Last yeah, he's I, one of the best refs, man. He gets a lot of shit because he did load of the Mayweather fights, and people thought, think, think he, oh, he's the the Mayweather guy. No, he's just a fucking good referee. No, he yeah, was good. I thought he, he, he let him he let him work as much as, as he could because obviously Tyson, you know, was was trying to, he was trying to make sure he, he was being a little bit naughty. 
and Bailey said the right thing deducting the point I thought you know it was yeah. getting a little bit silly yeah because some some referees just go on and on and they just keep talking and do nothing and I, I thought it was the right time it wasn't a shock Fury took it it was hitting after the uh, course break so yeah. it was just yeah it was the right thing the right thing to do mm-hmm. uh, so um, do we think it's going to be a third fight I Not, think there will be why well, I don't think there should be, but I think there will be. I think. I mean, what's, what's Wilder? What Wilder's, you know, if, uh, Wilder's is on, is non-existent without that belt. He's barely existent with it. Yeah. You, know, you looked at that arena last night, and it was it, he, he might Tyson might as well have been in Manchester. You know, yeah. so it's you know really if if Wilder's going to going to do anything, he's got to have that belt, and so he's he's he'll he'll give it one more time. There'll be plenty of money, you know, and if if he loses, I think that's probably the end. Of I think but that what else? What else can he do? I think I think that they 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 are good together, right? They they do. He's a, they they sell the fight. Um, I think the the gate was the record gate for a heavyweight fight at Las Vegas. Uh, I'd love to see pay per view. Yeah, I bet it'd be significant. People were in, really interested. Like I know, Windy, who we do the podcast, they watched it, and he barely watches boxing. Uh, you know, people. This captured the, the imagination, and and this is between Tyson Fury, who isn't typically a ticket seller, and Deontay Wilder, who, like as we know, isn't really isn't Anthony Joshua. Do you know what I mean? Who struggled with, to develop a, a following and a personality has have, have created a the the or, or broken the record for a heavyweight gate in Las Vegas. Yeah. So they they're good together. Is my point, right? Yeah, but I think, um, sorry, go. Well, but the, the the other thing is is why do it again? Because yeah. in the yeah. first fight where Fury was not fit and not you know he's not fit for purpose, he wasn't like fifty percent of what we saw last night, um, and he still won that fight even though it was a draw. He won it right, and this one was just a complete domination. Like you wouldn't if you were Wilder's team, what could you learn? What can you do different that that, that would make any different? You'd be counting on that right hand again. Yeah, I agree. Just, I mean, it'll be it'll be a question of of how much he wants to just carry on because the problem is he, he's not going to be able to go get a belt anywhere um, for you know a year, uh, and it, it's you know he has to hope then that Joshua Joshua beats Fury, which is you know from what it looks like at the minute relatively unlikely. So I, it might be a question of this is the last throw of the dice or he packs it in. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, that's why I think you'll probably we'll probably see it. Um, the, the thing was, it's, it's a tough sell, isn't it? Because the first fight sold the second fight. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah. how do you sell a third fight based off of a one-sided drubbing? The only the only yeah. way is you'd have to create a narrative from Wilder's camp is that he was completely and utterly unprepared or, or not fit to fight. Uh, that the ankle tumor is true. Yeah. That he had hadn't been able to do any road work or any cardio or any of any any significant kind, and said that I would beat him again. But I don't think that's enough. That's, but that's the only thing they could do because it was such a one sided fight. And I think the whole Fury ticket seller thing changes now. I mean, we talked this morning about you know, we talked this morning about Joshua and, and Fury, and really when you look at it now, you know Tyson's probably a bigger name out there. Um. He's just as big a name in the UK, you know. Some some of it for not the right reasons, but he is. Um, and you know, he now holds the w, you know, lineal WBC twice ring, ring magazine. But you know, he is the bigger draw now. And if that's with Anthony Joshua, he's he's certainly you know he's even more so the bigger draw with um, with Wilder. 
So then it'll come down to the money as well. I mean, I'm sure that those those agreements are already relatively in place. But yeah, you yeah. know, you wouldn't be surprised if suddenly um, someone brings up a slight change in circumstances now, <laughs> uh, yeah. and that money changes. So yeah. it's just but, uh, uh, you know, I just don't just I don't. It's about progression, isn't it? Now it's about what happens next. Is this story's done? The chapter in both their careers is closed now. Like they may have an agreement, but there's no, no one wants to read another chapter on that. So, I, I, I uh, you just need to move, to move forward. And negotiations with Joshua are need to start happening. Um, but it's it's weird because Fury's so good, and we've been saying for a long, long time that Fury's the best out of the three. Mm. Uh, there's nowhere for him to go. I wonder how motivated he would be to fight Joshua or anyone else if, if that is, as you said, such an important part of his boxing, his mentality. Is is? Oh, I think he has to. I think I think he I think he, he would realise, and I think you know, look, the, the money in it is ridiculous. Uh, the sad thing is that you know I can't see it happening in the UK. No. But in terms of in terms of the, the the money and stuff that it would draw, and it does, you know, if he beats if, you, if he beats Joshua, then it'll be like, well, okay. That's it. Done. What what else do I need to do? You know, yeah. because that Joshua thing will always be there, um, hanging about, and and he doesn't shy away from this stuff. Like I said, Germany, L.A., Vegas, he doesn't shy away from this. Stuff. Do you know what I'd like? I'd like him to go through Joshua and then start going down the pecking order and just smashing the fuck out of everybody, <laughs> like to get get Joy Joyce in the re- ring next. Joy Joyce, sorry, well, and uh, and Dubois, just get him in the know. ring and kick the shit yeah. out of all of them until there's and nothing the, left. And it doesn't- on where he's you know if by the time joshua um and fury fight you know which you know eddie herms tweeting over like you know it's you know it should and it has to happen this year so let's say it happens in june july right at Tottenham monster stadium and then um you know and if if, if Fusik is six, another six seven months down the line as a heavyweight man it will be that will be the next fight for whoever wins anyway i would have thought you know or, or certainly what everyone will be asking for and then, yeah. so he, there is, there is maybe another. There is a, you know, there is a small path of other stuff he could do. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Joshua, he, he, has, he doesn't shy away from the stuff, and he knows that. Yeah. What's happened with Usyk? Is it, I mean, he's injured again. Oh right, he's yeah, yeah. looking at his box wreck, and he's he's had two fights in yeah. in two years. Uh, and again, one against Tony Bellew and one against Witherspoon. It's not exactly. Uh, <laughs> he's not really had much of a challenge, is he? Was he going to be? Is he going to be ready for that? I don't know. We'll see. He's so good. No, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. So it depends on where he is, um, yeah. how far down the line he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's you know that has to be next, doesn't it? It has to be after Joshua. It has to be. Oh, I'm, t- I'm talking about Fury Joshua now. It right. has to be that. There's a lot of crappy politics in the way in terms of. You know, the IBF, they've got a mandatory. The WBO, they've got a mandatory. But why? It's not about, you know, I think, you know, I tweeted this last night. People need to realise Eddie Hearn and Frank Moran and all these sanctuary bodies boxing is not about them. It's not about you. It's not about your politics. It's not about who you want. It's about the fighters and it's about what they want. And it's about their careers and about the history of this sport that we all love. Make the fucking fight. Grow up and fucking make the fight because it's just... I just it's time to grow up and make the fight you know everyone this is a lot of money so the sanctioning bodies should be happy to make their mandatory step aside and make it 
make it fucking now. Let's stop fucking around and make it happen now. No one wants to see Joshua against Pulev. Nobody wants to see a third fight between Wilder and, and Fury. We want to see fucking Fury against Joshua. You know, because and this Britain, is their job. This this yeah. is their job. The, yeah. the, the job is, 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 to make, is to move your boxers and, and move your clients into a position where they can become undisputed champion or whatever weight. That mm. is your job. Mm. So, yeah, but you're 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 talking you're talking like Fury will you know just be easy to negotiate with and, and will happily walk into that fight and negotiate and room and do it like he's never been that. I mean, he has with he has with um, with Wilder's team. He got that done quite quickly. Well, no, but, but he's this, horrid, this, he's, is, this is my point. This is my point with the splits when I was talking about the splits this morning with you guys. Is uh, you know, and I know I get why you know, and I know Scott was like you know. I don't never understand why people, you know, care that much about splits. But when people start to care about splits, they're not care about the the pounds and the pence. What they what they what they're bothered about is is someone asking for too much or being you know purposefully obtuse to to, to stop something happening. Yeah. And and this is where and this is where people unfortunately this is where Eddie Hearn and Eddie Joshua will have they're going to have to swallow some 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 pride because. Mm. Because what Tyson Fury has done is now put him massively on on the A side. So if he comes in and walk, and what I'm saying is, is that for Joshua's career long longer term, taking a you know, let's go to the extreme at a 70 30 split or something ridiculous like that, mm. you know, it, it, the promoter's jobs that will be the, will be the jobs to get those deals done and to get the fighters happy with those deals. Forget what the other person is earning, like Cow always says. You know, make sure that when they count their own money, it's decent enough, and make it so that they're not bothered about what the other person is getting. Because, mm. because this for their career and for legacies and all the rest of it is vital, particularly for Joshua. It is all he's got now, um, yeah. and so they're going to have to. And, and that's their job to make that happen and not be dictated to by, I was going to say dictated to by fighters, but that's not the right word. But, but not not be allowed to be dictated to by other things other than the fact that this fight has to happen. The um, you know, I'm really not looking forward to hearing. Is is Joshua using the fact that he has three belts as opposed to Fury's one, exactly. which means that he should have more of the money or a bigger split? I'm 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 a champion in three division, uh, three with three organisations, and you're just champion of one. When really, can't, Anthony Joshua give him a diamond belt or something, give him a diamond and like a, a sparkly belt, so that he's got four. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's uh, but it's just like you're you know you. Fury doesn't matter about who owns what, and that's why belts really mean fuck all. Is the lineal champion is <laughs> Tyson Fury? Yes, respect the lineage. But in this instance, it's important. It's important because who he has beaten far outweighs what what Joshua has done. Uh, now, now. To I mean, it's not. I, I I can't see it, but it could happen. Of course, it could. <laughs> is that signed that fight then? What one? Sorry, I think that fight is. I think, I think they're pretty. Uh, although um, I don't know if you saw that thing I shared in the group this morning. There was something from Dan Coppinger about um, uh, Pulev actually got deported from the states, trying to get to the fight. So he's actually back in Bulgaria now. So yeah, so that so might fucking stay there. Depends on what's happening. Stay there. Yeah, no, our immigration laws are tightening up, so maybe we won't be able to get into. Uh... You might not have enough points. Yeah, you might not have enough points. points. That's it. Boris ain't having it. Boris don't want him in. Would you earn more than 20 grand for that fight? I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) probably, probably, He doesn't speak English, though, does he? So fuck him. That's true. Look, if he doesn't speak English, he does fall foul. That's it. 
So Brexit's finally paying off. Finally, lads, it's finally paying <laughs> off. <laughs> Did you see Charles, right. Charles Martin one? Yes. Yeah. Walking the streets. Road like to redemption a... is on. Yeah, man. Walking the streets like a god. Yeah. Anyway, maybe that's Wilder's comeback fight. And yeah, what, like, like, what we haven't spoken about is what what does what do, what does Wilder do? What do what do you think he does from this point? I know we not you mentioned about him perhaps not having, you know, he might quit because there's there's no he isn't going to beat Fury in, in the rematch. It's unlikely. But is there another route he can go? Yeah, there's, they've got plenty of heavyweights, PBC, haven't they? They've got plenty of heavyweights where he can just have a little bounce back fight. But does he want? Them? I don't see him for a while. Now. He's been pretty active, hasn't he? Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he has a break. But he's 35. You know, mm. he's 35. He, he can't really have a long break, really. Or heavyweights tend to peak later. Um, but he's, you know, you know, he wasn't right last night. And maybe maybe it was just one, one fight too many. You know, the Ortiz is one fight too many. And it was the Ortiz fight was probably the worst kind of preparation for him in a way because he was bashed up and landed yeah. one right hand and, and won the fight. And maybe that's what told him he could just land one right hand and, and beat Tyson Fury. But it's worked um, for our entire career, isn't it? So, Yeah, yeah, it has. He's had a, he's done really well, Wilder. You know, I really like him. He's done really well. 11 defences of the of the WBC title. Yeah, some of them against Puddings. But, you know, he, he's done well with the, with the skill set he has. Done incredible. You know, with the skill set he has, he's not nothing nothing amazing. But he's a... He's, He's a fighter. He's absolutely a fighter. He's maybe not a good boxer, but he's got the bollocks, and he showed that last night. And I, I think it's important to give him his credit because I think if you, if, you, if you call him a bum or a one one trick pony, then you're just saying Fury beat a one trick pony. And I don't want to take away from either man, to be honest. He's used, and he's used the sport wonderfully. You know, like I said, with, with relatively limited ability, from where he's from, you know, with with his family situation, you know, and at 35, he might sit and look at it and go, Do you know what? He's got a young family, but you know, he's got He's got challenges within that family, and he said if he has got, you know, particularly something like ankle tumors or anything like that, anything that is going to take a long time in it, I'd hope that he would either take the fury, take the fury rematch and give it one last big hurrah, or on the edge. You know, let's not see him even against you know rematches with Brazil and people like that just to try and you know just to try and put him in a position for something to happen after Joshua Fury. Yeah. You know, let's you know, walk away, be proud of what you've done. And, and and just acknowledge that you got beat by arguably one of the best heavyweights we've ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. That's good. That'll do. Yeah. Good. That'll, yeah, no. that'll do, pig. <laughs> that'll do. All right. Nice one. All right. Cheers, lads. Bye. Cow. I wasn't recording on Audacity for about the first ten minutes of that. So. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. It's fine, we've got the other recording. Sports Social Podcast Network.